apologize. It's your weekly dose of all things geeky. Class is paying 101. The instructor is Casey Jones. Movies, comic books, movies based on comic books. Excelsior! Video games, toys, TV shows. Professional wrestling. It's still real to me, damn it! All the things you got made fun of for in high school. Come on, you fuckers think that just because a guy reads comics he can't start some shit? So grab your action figures, bag and board your comics, and roll for initiative. It's time to talk nerdy to me. Well, I don't know if I should use the the regular intro like I just did, because I feel like it's kind of cheating and it's kind of misleading to everybody, because we're, it's, this is not a a regular, classic, normal episode of talk nerdy to me this is the as as you saw before you streamed it before you downloaded it however you consume your podcasts this is the captain chris make good episode and the backstory behind that is i was not able to be on we normally record episodes on wednesdays and we'll record them Wednesday nights. Uh, now I've, we've been posting them on Thursdays. We used to post them on Fridays. But um, I was unable to uh, make this past Wednesday's episode due to, at first, what I called neighborhood hoodlums. That has since kind of turned out to be not exactly true, maybe. I'm not sure. Um, but... Uh, circumstances beyond my control due to outside forces. I was unable to be available for Wednesday's episode and I felt bad. I felt like you guys deserved to hear a few of the stories that I had to say and you deserved to be bored by what I had to say. So I felt guilty on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and so now it's Saturday. It's kind of a rainy Saturday and I I felt like I needed to to provide a make good. So here I am and it's just me. There's no nobody else. So if you're waiting to hear somebody else, you can turn it off. Turn off the episode now, which will make me sad, but that's okay because I wanted to to give a shout out to the folks at GalaxyCon Louisville for taking care of us uh, last weekend. Uh, last weekend we had the chance to go. We were given uh, press credentials and allowed to go to GalaxyCon Louisville. And I will go ahead and say that it was, especially for a convention that size, it was a lot bigger than I expected it was going to be. It was my first time going to GalaxyCon, and I had a great Great time. All of the staff was fantastic. Everybody, when I had questions, they were able to answer them and didn't make me feel stupid for asking stupid questions because those are the only questions I ask. So it was really, really nice. Uh, I've been to conventions before where some of the helpers, some of the volunteers, some of the staff, uh, they can be less than helpful. 
sometimes yelling at you if you go back to one of our live videos on a convention that I will not name. Um, we've done a few live videos from some conventions, and you can hear somebody uh, yelling at us uh, despite wearing press passes that we're not supposed to do press things. But that's neither here nor there. We're talking about GalaxyCon, which was fantastic. Historic downtown Louisville last weekend. One of the highlights of my trip of going to GalaxyCon was meeting the one and only Guardians of the Galaxy fame, WWE superstar, legend. I think I can call him a legend now. I don't know if he qualifies as a legend, but I think he qualifies as a legend. Dave Batista, Drax the Destroyer from Guardians of the Galaxy. He was in uh, a Bond movie, and uh, I was in Stuber that unfortunately like only eight people saw. We talked about that. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, that was the, like, the, the number one highest priority on my list was to meet Dave Batista. Because I, uh, my, my thing now when I go to conventions is I will get pop vinyls signed. And uh, it used to be 8x10s or movie posters. I have a Power Rangers movie poster that is signed by like 18 or 19 people. I'll get to that also. Uh, in a minute. Um, but I'll, I'll circle back to that poster. But um, my new thing now is is getting pop vinyls signed. And I used to be the guy that would, when I bought pop vinyls, I would take them out of the box and I would just have them loose. Now I keep them all in, in, in their boxes, in their respective boxes. And uh, I have a pop wall um, that... Um, you know, I've I've been adding to over the last few years, and that has become my go-to signature item uh, when I get something signed by somebody. If they have a pop vinyl, I will have them sign the pop vinyl. And so I have the Batista pop. Uh, he he had one uh, that came out. It's actually Batista in the WWE line. I didn't. I don't have any of the Guardians of the Galaxy lines except for the uh, the life-size Groot. Thanks to Koran. And uh, I, I don't like the Marvel Pops because they're all bobbleheads. I like my Pops, like standard Pops. I, I don't. That's why I only have, uh, despite being a huge Spider-Man fan, I only have a couple um, Spider-Man Pops and Marvel Pops because uh, I don't have any Star Wars because they're all bobbleheads. And I don't like the bobbleheads. I, I like them the actual way that they're supposed to be, but neither here nor there. So as part of the last wave of WWE pops, Batista got a pop. And so I, I had bought uh, a lot of them on eBay or wherever. And so I had the Batista. And so I saw that he was coming and I said, oh man, I, you know, I'm a big fan. I got his pop. Let's go. Let's go get a signature. So doors opened at 10, got in at 10 by 10. Oh eight, I was in line for Batista. I was like the fiftieth person in line because apparently that was you know the place to go. He wasn't signing until ten fifteen, but or eleven fifteen because uh, he had a Q and A at uh, at ten thirty. So standing waiting in line, and his his line was his table was basically where you come in, where you enter the show floor. It was the furthest opposite diagonal corner uh the the good part about the, the bad part about that is that it was literally all the way across the show floor so it took a few minutes to get there the good part was that it was in the corner where all of the guests 
and uh, all of like the like the private access area. That's where that was behind a little curtain. So I get in line and I, we're waiting. And it's, uh, I, you know, I was at that point, I was by myself. So traveling to conventions by yourself is equal parts the greatest and also worst way to do conventions. It's the best because you only have to do the stuff that you want to do. You don't have to do anything that anybody else wants to do, which is, you know, sometimes it can be really fun. I've had some of my best memories while I'm waiting in line with other people. Uh, when I called Kane Hodder a dick, uh, that was because I was in line with somebody else waiting for, you know, a signature for some, from somebody else. But it also, it can, it can be kind of boring in lines. Like if you're waiting in a, in a long line and you don't have anybody to talk to, it can be it can be tough. So that was my spot. I was uh, I was in the Batista line by myself, uh, and I mean I'm, I'm behind a guy that's got like one of those big Bloomingdale's, one of those big bags, just full of stuff. And I'm like, man, he's he's must have been here. You know, Batista was Saturday only, so this was Saturday. I said, man, he must have been here Friday buying all kinds of stuff for whatever reason he still has it. I don't know, whatever. I'm behind uh, I'm behind him. I'm in front of a girl who has what I can only assume, because this is what it looks like, is a cooler with a handle and wheels. And I say that because she's using it basically to sit on to keep her place in line. And so I'm trying to not make small talk with anybody because there's not anybody that looks like A, they've showered, or B, has anything really interesting to say. So I'm just kind of chilling in line, and uh, the girl behind me starts asking, hey, do you know if he's going to have 8x10s at the table? To which there's a guy four or five people back in line who just has to jump in and says, Oh, oh excuse me, ma'am. Uh, I'm looking at his table right now, and it looks like they have the cover pulled up, which usually means they have 8 by 10s So you should be fine. If you don't have anything that you want to bring, uh, you have signs. I'm sure that he has 8 by 10s underneath that cloth. And she says, Okay, thank you. But he's not done because he's, he gives her I, – I, I look out of the corner of my eye and I see him give her like the look up and down, like to kind of give her the once over. And he comes back and he says, excuse me, miss, um, just, uh, you know, for, for further information, there's only been one convention I've ever been to that they don't give you, uh, you know, provide markers or sharpies and 8 by 10s or any of that, and it's, it's whatever the fuck on in Raleigh, or wherever, wherever the hell it was, I was not paying attention at this point, um, he, he, you know, he's, he's, he's given her the, the up and down look, and so he thinks that, uh, you know, that's someone that he really wants to talk to, and so, uh, she, she, okay, okay, thank you, thank you, she, um, yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks for the information, but, you know, I don't, uh, yeah, thanks, and he, yeah, I, I just don't understand why they would do that. You know, they, they know that some people don't bring their own stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I've got my own stuff. Like, you know, the thank you, thank. You. And he just keeps on, keeps on keeping on. Like he, uh, um, I've, I've been to all kinds of conventions. 
Uh, you know, I've, I've traveled all kinds of them. And, you know, I've, I've been to all over the place, blah, blah, you know, just, just going on and on trying to impress her. And she's sitting on her little cooler. Um, um, you know, yeah, she's sitting on her little cooler just, to, you know, trying to be nice. And he's just, uh, yeah, don't, don't be thrown by my neck beard. Um, yeah, you know, I'm, I promise you, I'm, I'm, I'm worldly and yeah, just whatever. And so, you know, we work our way as, as Batista comes up, you know, we're, we're working our way up the line. And as we get to the corner, you know, the, the, it, it kind of like snakes, the line kind of snakes around and we're, we're three or four rows back. So as we get up to the last turn in that upper corner, Batista's all the way to the left and we're rounding that corner on the right. And that's where there's a guy seated at, uh, in, in a chair. He's seated just in a chair and he is apparently the security guard to prevent people or allow people to go back to the VIP guest area. And he's checking people's badges to make sure they have the badge that says guest. And so we're, uh, we're sitting there at the corner and he, it is very apparent that he has no idea who any of the guests are. So he's sitting on this chair and he's, he's asking everybody, Hey, are you a guest? Are you, are you a star? Are you a celebrity? His, his favorite question was, are you a star? And coming up here, here we go. Here comes OG red Ranger, Austin St. John, who was guest at galaxy con this year, walking right up. Uh, he's on the phone on his cell, on his cellular device. And the guy stops him and says, excuse me, sir. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Are you a star? Are you a star? And Austin St. John looks at him, and to his credit, Austin St. John looks at him and says, well, no, I'm a guest. I'm not really a star. And he says, I can't let you through. He says, I can't let you go through. And me and two other people who are there are, are immediately start going, what are you talking about? That's, that's Austin St. John. That's OG Red Ranger. That's, that's the original Red Ranger. He's a guest here. He's a celebrity. And we, we all start giving the guy a whole lot of shit, the, uh, the security guard. We start going, oh, come on, let him go through. And so finally, uh, Austin St. John, like, looks at us and, and is holding his hand out, like, see, see, they know who I am. So the security guard lets him go, and Austin St. John turns to us and looks and is like, thanks, guys, I appreciate you vouching for me, thank you, before he disappears into the back. And we're kind of laughing about it because we're like, this guy doesn't know anybody. Then comes WWE legend, I believe Hall of Famer, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Comes walking up, doesn't have his badge on, so the guy has to stop and say, excuse me, sir, excuse me, sir, I don't know who you are, who, like, you don't have a badge, I can't let you go through. And again, all of us together, oh, come on, come on, let me go through, that's Ricky the Dragon, that, that, that's Ricky Steamboat. And one guy, the guy in front of me is like, yes, that's Ricky Steamboat. Yeah, he's, he's the dragon. Yeah, he's, he's, he's here. And I say, that's Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Chi-Town Rumble 89, Ric Flair. Come on, man. That's, that's, that's Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat walks over. It's like three feet. Walks over, holds out his fist. I fist bump him, and he goes, good call, man. Thanks. He says, there's something like, he says, thank you. Um, and... 
And the guy, the security guard, all right, all right, you can go ahead, you can go ahead. And he turns to us and he goes, I don't know who the hell any of these people are. I don't know who they are. I don't know why they sent me over here. And we all just kind of laugh and we're like, yeah, we don't know either. We, we don't know. It's obvious that you don't know anybody. You don't know anybody that's here. And so I get up to meet Batista and uh, it's, my, it's my turn. I get the, uh, bring my pop vinyl, get it out of the pop protector that I've got it in. And uh, bring it up to him, and I'm wearing, of course, as I wear to uh, meet all of uh, the the wrestlers that that I that, that will get the joke, that will that will understand and will appreciate what I'm doing. I have my; it's no longer on Pro Wrestling Tees, but uh, they used to have it. It's the uh, the CM Punk GI Joe logo shirt. It's the GI Joe logo, but instead of saying GI Joe, it says CM Punk. And so I've got that shirt on. Knowing that Batista and CM Punk are friends, I've talked to uh, dear friend CM Punk on the show uh, or, or at uh, C2E2 before about Batista. I interviewed him for a Girl on the Third Floor uh, that you almost heard on the podcast um, about Girl on the Third Floor. Talked to him about working with Batista. Uh, so I know they're friends. So he looks up at me and he says, hey, man, how's it going? How are you doing? And I shake his hand and I say, it's an honor to meet you said I've been a fan of yours for a very long time not only WWE but you know your acting career uh you know I say you've done a fantastic job I've loved you in everything that I've seen you in um you know it yeah, I just it's an honor to meet you and he looks and he's like thank you man I appreciate that very much and he looks and he says I really like your shirt and I I kind of laugh and I said I was hoping that you would appreciate it I said uh, it's part of my grassroots campaign to get a buddy cop movie with you and Punk going. And he said, you know, we've been trying to do that for a, for a while. We've been trying to work out something where, where we work together. And, uh, you know, since uh, even doing something with Drax, because he writes the Drax comic book, or he did it one time. And um, he said, so we've been trying to figure out something to work together. Um, so, you know, who knows? And I said, well... I said, you know, uh, I really wish it would be a buddy cop movie because I saw Stuber and I thought it was underrated. I thought you did a great job and, you know, I think that you guys would work well together. And he said that uh, he thought Stuber was damn funny and, um, you know, he signed my pop vinyl. He, he, uh, we shook hands again um, and I thanked him very much. Again, told him it was an honor. Um, Batista in the long line of fantastic very polite, very nice pro wrestlers that I have met, along with uh, Ric Flair, Kane, Sting, and, of course, my boy CM Punk. So, uh, great, great time meeting Dave Batista at GalaxyCon. Picked up uh, a couple of things. You know, for myself, uh, there was um, a... Uh, I tried to get a McFoley autograph on my pop. Uh, I have a McFoley pop, but uh, he was not at his table when I went by. So, uh, but I'm hoping that at some point, um, you know, he will be at another convention. He does enough of them that uh, I think before too long. I'm hoping that I can get uh, that signed. But uh, there were there were a lot of great artists. Uh, there were a lot of um, a lot of vendors, a lot of prop vendors, a lot of like prop swords and stuff. Uh, so that was pretty cool. Um, but everybody was really, really nice. I, I, I had a great time, uh, fantastic location. 
uh, in downtown Louisville. The, the, the venue was just, was great. Um, the, the pick up your badge process was seamless. It was literally just walk over to the room. You scan a QR code or give them your name. They give you your badge. It was, it, everything was very well organized. It was fantastic. It was two levels. So it was a really big, all of the, uh, the Q and a panels and everything were on the bottom floor. Uh, the actual show floor was on the top floor. So uh, it was very well put together. Uh, it was a very, very professional, well-done convention all the way around. Uh, it was very, very good. Uh, Dave Batista, as I said, fantastic, terrific. Um, he was just uh, he was a nice guy. But it also got me thinking. You know, I've had a lot of uh, the, 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 the cool thing about um, these conventions and getting pop signed and, and meeting celebrities is I try and come away not just with, oh, I got a pop signed, but like, uh, but, but with a story, uh, with, with something with a story. And one of the things uh, that, you know, um, before I got into, into having, getting pop signed, um, one of the things that I had been, it, it was my convention traveling buddy, even for conventions that I traveled to alone. It was a, the 1994, five, whatever, 94, I guess, uh, mighty Morphin power Rangers, the movie movie poster and not the one, um, not, not the crappy a poster, but the B poster with all the helmets turned to the side and the uh, the bad guys underneath. Um, that was always like a, a poster design that I absolutely loved. And so when I got it, I said, oh, man, there's, you know, at, at Lexington Comic and Toy Con, they always have, you know, four or five Power Rangers. And I said, oh, man, you know, I'm going to it would be awesome to get all of them to sign the poster. That's how it started, and five years later, uh, it's signed by, gosh, like 17 or 18 people. I lost count because I got all six Rangers, uh, Bulk and Skull, and um, uh, Ivan Ooze, um, Lord Zed, Rita Repulsa, you know, just, just a bunch of people. And uh, so, you know, uh, so I had... It, that, it was my convention buddy for a while. Like I would, I would roll it up in a, uh, in a poster tube, put it in my drawstring bag, and I would carry it around whenever there was a Power Ranger that I needed to get it signed at a convention, or needed to sign it at a convention. And uh, the last Ranger to sign it was, of course, Amy Jo Johnson. Uh, but I eventually did get everybody. It's a, it's a one of the pieces that I've got that I'm most proud of. And so, um, it, it's, it's great. But one of my fondest memories of getting over the five years, getting it signed was getting it signed by the actor who played Goldar. And now, as soon as I say that, when Koran hears this story, he's going to laugh because, he was with me in line. Uh, the movie was 1995, by the way, so that's my bad. Uh, not 94, 95. So everybody who was shouting at the the damn screen can can be quiet. Uh, 
So I get to the front of the line and I, hey, I unroll my poster and I tell him, you know, it's nice to, nice to meet you. Thank you for being here. Um, you know, there's a lot of people from the movie here. It's great. I hope that, you know, you're, you're having a great time to, uh, having a chance to, you know, reconnect with people and tell stories and all that stuff. And, you know, we appreciate people who actors and, uh, members of the nerd fandoms that we love coming back and being able to talk to people, blah, 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 whatever. Um, it's been a few years, so, uh, I don't remember exactly how it went, but you know, the, the gist, just my appreciation. So. We then, uh, he, he looks, he starts looking at the poster and he's like, what, what the hell? What, what is this? What is this? Who, who signed here? And he's pointing next to Goldar and I said, oh yeah, we went to Bulk and Skull, uh, cause your line was a little longer. He says, oh, hold on. And he just starts walking away and we're like, what, what, the, what, what, what's happening? And so of course now it seems like now's the perfect time, uh, to pull out my phone and start recording. Uh, so this was uh, March 16th of 2014, and uh, I got this on video. This is, this is Kerrigan going to Bulk and Skull's table uh, and confronting them about, pose, uh, about writing, uh, autographing in, in the spot where he would, he would uh, sign. So uh, and just, I found this video. Uh, so just listen to this. This is, this is pretty fun. And... <laughs> this is my area. What the fuck is this? That's it. What the fuck? Sorry, Mom. Where, no, where do you want me to sign it? Where should I sign it? Right, uh, right across the sign area. Right across Barbara's helmet. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so. So we just skipped ahead, like, the entire Bulk and Skull line, just walked all around the Bulk and Skull line uh, to watch as, as he got mad about that, which was pretty funny. Uh, later on, at the Lexington Convention Center, we were, uh, we were in line and, uh, for food, and someone came up and said, Oh, were you the guys with Goldar that came up and yelled at Bulk and Skull? Which is, uh, you know, one of, those, one of those damn funny things that just, that just happens. So... Um, one of my fondest convention memories was that right there. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the GalaxyCon was fantastic. And, uh, again, greatly appreciate them letting us uh, crash and uh, be nerdy and kind of cover it. So I um, wanted to make sure that uh, we didn't go too far without giving them a thanks, without giving them a plug for, uh, for their kindness and for doing us a kindness. And uh, now it's, you know, post-Thanksgiving. It's been a little bit. Uh, it's, uh, it's been a, a week since then. And uh, we are now post-Thanksgiving. We are post-Black Friday. So uh, I want to give, uh, just because nobody really cares, I want to give an update uh, about Black Friday hauls. Uh, I only, there was only one thing I really wanted for Black Friday this year, and that was the Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Far From Home, 4K, uh, Ultra HD, Blu-ray, digital copy, whatever, uh, set. And so I got it, and it was, it was on sale for, uh, $6.97 at the Walmarts's. So, uh, I actually didn't go on Black Friday. I went this morning. I did not go yesterday. I went this morning. And there was a bunch of stuff that was picked over, uh, but there was only 
one that I could find, one copy of Spider-Man, Spider-Man Far From Home. And uh, also, of course, I stopped looking after I found the one that I wanted. So I got that. Uh, I went to uh, one of the game stops in town. And uh, I got a couple of PS4 games. I got. I finally got the uh, the remastered Ghostbusters uh, PS4. Uh, they haven't put multiplayer out, so I haven't really been, um, you know, worried about it. And because my pre-order through Amazon got jacked up, uh, I managed to get a copy. It was on sale of the the Dark Pictures anthology, Man of Medan. Uh, it is a uh, from the creators of Until Dawn. If you have a PS4 and you like a horror-related things and you have not played Until Dawn yet, what are you waiting for? You need to go and get it and play it. It's cheap now, and it's fantastic. It's by the same people. Uh, it's basically a you know, butterfly effect kind of, you know, all of your choices decide who lives and who dies throughout the story of this uh, basically interactive slasher movie. It's a, It's amazing. It's great. Uh, the Hot Topic in the mall was having a sale of buy two, get one free pop vinyls, and they had the, the Good Guy Chucky exclusive and the Evil Groundskeeper Willie exclusive, so I got those. Uh, so I really didn't do a whole lot of of uh, Black Friday shopping. Uh, I did get a, uh, through Pro Wrestling Tees, I did get a uh, the CM Punk Lightning Fists shirt, which should be here next week. But that's about it. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot. I'm not really looking for a lot of electronics. I've got all the stuff I need. I've got all the headphones and, you know, TVs and whatever's Google Prime Home, whatever craps that I already that I I don't need anymore. Uh, there weren't a lot of movies on sale that I really wanted. Just the new Spider-Man. So it was actually a really really light Black Friday for me this year. So that's okay. I'm also kind of uh, getting over a cold. So it it helps uh, that I really didn't want to be out around people because there wasn't much that I wanted anyway. So it all it all worked out. It was all fine. So uh, now that we're past we're past Thanksgiving, we can full on go into the uh, the Christmas holiday season, which is, uh, is a thumbs up for some people and a thumbs down for some people. We'll be talking about that on next week's show. But until then, I just wanted to, uh, you know, this is my make good. This is the Captain Chris make good for not being around on Wednesday. So um, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. I know this was a shorter episode. It wasn't really a full episode, so I probably shouldn't have used the um, the, the real opening. But I, really, I, just, I just didn't have anything else to use. So until next time, until next week, uh, also be sure, if you haven't already, if you have a copy of Chopping Mall, the 1980s classic movie of, of uh, pure consumerism, because what's the coolest thing for kids to do? Stay overnight at the mall. Uh, we have a special From the Vault watch with us uh, that you can play. It's kind of like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 riff tracks kind of. Uh, you can play that along with the movie, and we will give our commentary and jokes and um, uh, Dick Miller spy- uh, sightings, spottings. Um, so that that's really fun. So you go ahead and check that out. Uh, that's already posted. That was posted yesterday on Friday, on Black Friday. But uh, until next week, this is Captain Chris signing off from his make good.